Hello and welcome to a Friday Eve, folks, otherwise known as Thursday. That means we have a special episode for you today. But first, and most importantly, is that we have a special segment that will be ran for every Thursday called Throwback Thursdays. I will be taking a look at some of my favorite moments, not so favorite moments, or even cool events slash performances from the past. All right, so our first topic is the Dolphins at Bengals preview. And this is a hard one to pick. Um, I am going to go with the Dolphins, however. They're hot, so uh, I'm going to keep with it. And I think they're going to improve to 4-0 and after this game. I just like their offense more right now. I think the Bengals are they, – they took a step down from uh, last year. And it's kind of shocking – uh, being honest, it doesn't make any sense either. Uh, they improved their offensive line, and that was like the biggest issue they had last year. It doesn't really make any sense, to be honest. And uh, the Dolphins just look really good. They look really poised, and they look like a really good football team right now. And it's going to be hard to compete because uh, Tua looks incredible. I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, Tyreek Hill looks Pretty good. Waddle looks really good. The only issue with the Dolphins is that they don't have a real good running back, and I think that's probably their weakest point. And maybe a little bit of the defense just because they give up a lot of points. But the Bengals, however, they have a well-rounded offense, well-rounded running back, a pretty good quarterback, and they have a somewhat decent uh, defense. And I just don't understand why they can't uh, – find their groove right now. It, it, it just puts a little bit of uh, fear if I was a Bengal fan. Uh, as a fan, like, looking at it, I would be a little bit disappointed how their season has started. <clears throat> but nevertheless, I am picking the Dolphins this week. And, again, I could have went either way with these teams. I'm just picking the Dolphins because they're they're hot right now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride their uh, – their coattails right now. Jump on the bandwagon, if you will. Um, and I need to get some picks right this week. So if that means picking the Dolphins, even though I think the Bengals will win just because the Dolphins are 3-0, and then so be it. I'm picking the Dolphins this week, and you can't change my mind. And then for our first Throwback Thursday uh, <clears throat> segment, I'm going to be picking... Uh, the Dolphins is up first, and um, the Dolphins, it, they have a lot of great history. I could have picked the uh, fake spike. Marino did that. Uh, I didn't. I could have picked a Marino uh, career look. I didn't. I could have done a lot of things with this, but I think I went with one of the more obvious choices here. The only undefeated season in NFL history featuring the Dolphins. And oddly enough, the Dolphins uh, roster that year, they actually burned through two quarterbacks that season. And I didn't know that until diving deep into this and like looking at it as a whole. But they actually had uh, Bob Grease and Earl Morale who played. And they split some time in there. And I believe Greece came in at the end of the season, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, but morale, morale played nine games. But they, the team was a very uh, run-heavy team. They very rarely passed the ball. Their leading rusher was actually the fullback. Uh, Larry Sanka was the fullback. And the only reason I know how to pronounce that last name is from Madden. Uh, he had a card in Madden, and I know how to pronounce that last name. He was a, he was a beast. He had 1,100 rushing yards and six touchdowns. And then Mercury Morris was the second leading halfback on this team. He had 1,000 yards rushing but did more of the dirty work. He had 12 touchdowns. And then Jim Kick had five touchdowns. Uh, those were their three big rushers right there. But Sanka was something else. Uh, he was a different, a different animal. Uh, for the Dolphins that season. And he had a pretty good career. Uh, looking at it, he's in the Hall of Fame, obviously, a part of two Super Bowl champion teams. He was actually the Super Bowl MVP. And he played for a lot uh, of seasons uh, being a fullback. And back then, fullbacks were very valuable. Uh, nowadays, you see like maybe one or two in the league, uh, maybe three or four. But usually they stray away from fullbacks now and they'll just slot a tight end there as a as a substituted fullback or they'll run two halfbacks and do like a an eye formation almost and have the the two halfbacks so have the power back at fullback or they'll spread the halfbacks on opposite ends by the quarterback and uh usually your faster running back will be off on his stronger side that he runs to or the uh, strong side of the ball so that he has leeway off the carry. But usually they're used as two pass options right now. Looking at the receiving then, uh, they really didn't throw the ball much. A leading receiver was Paul Warfield with 606 yards and 29 receptions. So this was in the heart of run the ball until they're going to stop you. And it worked. Uh, they're the only team that went undefeated. They were 14-0 and in the regular season. And then they won their divisional, won their conference, and won the Super Bowl. So they went 17-0 and on the year. They were expected to win about 12 games. They were expected to go 12-2. and on that year, but they exceeded expectations and they, they, uh, clean slated everyone. They went undefeated. The most recent team to, uh, attempt at that feat was the Panthers and they lost in the Super Bowl and lost one regular season game. And then it would have been the Patriots who went undefeated and Brady lost to Manning in the Super Bowl. So they didn't cap it off, uh, perfectly. And then moving on to uh, my Bengals topic. And again, this one was one where you could uh, pick a lot of topics, but I thought I picked a little fun one. Uh, everyone who does speed drills uh, will know this uh, move for speed drills, and that is Icky Woods and the Icky Shuffle, along with a very forgetful short career. Icky Woods actually only played four seasons, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yes, he played four seasons, and in those four seasons, he was dominant. 
Uh, he was actually top three for rookie of the year. In that year, he had 15 touchdowns and 1,000 yards rushing with 203 rushing attempts. Again, this is very heavy run uh, offenses. And after that, he got hurt. Uh, he only played two games in the 89 season. And then the, the next year, he again got hurt halfway through the year. Uh, he played 10 games. And then his final season, he only played nine games. Uh, the thing about Icky Woods is that he was so popular that he didn't really need to play a long career to put a stamp uh, as a certified, um, well-known figure in sports. Uh, you can see him on a bunch of commercials now. Uh, the Icky Shuffle is used in almost every speed drill that I've ever done. So it's... He, even though he had a forgetful, short-lived uh, NFL career, he left a big impact on the game. Uh, it's still one of the most memorable uh, touchdown celebrations out there. And I feel really bad because it's like a Bo Jackson scenario, like a what if he never got hurt. Um, and he actually started out his career as a fullback and then moved to running back. But, yeah, uh, Icky Woods was a – a really exciting player and it's sad to see his career be so short-lived uh there, there could have been a lot of uh running backs that had the stuff and they could have been so good uh, bo jackson comes to mind when you think of it uh icky woods obviously and there's a ton more it's just the sad part about like college athletes when they don't pan out in the nfl um I'm kind of keeping a little bit more secretive on this. I'm not going to get into a bunch of people because I want to use some of the other ones for future Throwback Thursdays. Um, I'll give you a hint. He he went toe-to-toe against Bo Jackson is the one that I'm really, really thinking of, and he did not win. So if you can get that and you can understand who that is, uh, that will be coming in December when this uh, – I'm not going to say the team either. That gives it away. When that team plays in December on Thursday, that'll be my throwback Thursday for that specific team. But yeah, so Icky Woods and uh, the Undefeated Dolphins is your throwback Thursday segments. Continuing from yesterday, Nash talks a little bit about Ben Simmons and even stated how he doesn't care if he never takes a jump shot during the regular season. Uh, Ben Simmons is uh, a great playmaker. We all know that. He can rebound the ball quite well, and his struggle is that he can't shoot. And honestly, I kind of agree with this statement from Nash. He doesn't really need to shoot. He's got shooters around him. It's probably the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Most complete team that Simmons has uh, been around where he doesn't need to score. Uh, that's not his main job anymore. Uh he really just needs to go out there, have fun, pass the ball around, get the ball to the main scorers in Durant and Irving. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of agree with this statement. I think Nash put it on, uh, right on the nose. Uh, Simmons just needs to go out there and have fun, right? That's all he needs to do. And then moving on, we have the NFL Players of the Month and Rookies of the Month have been released. Uh, players of the Month. 
For the AFC Offensive Player of the Month, it is Lamar Jackson. Uh, 749 passing yards, 10 passing touchdowns, and 243 rushing yards. Uh, For the NFC, it is Jalen Hurts. 916 passing yards, 4 passing touchdowns, 3 rushing touchdowns. And then uh, Defensive Player of the Month for the AFC, Melvin Ingram from the Dolphins. uh, Two sacks, three tackle for losses, one one forced fumble, and two fumble recoveries. Uh, For the NFC, uh, Defensive Player of the Month, Devin White with 24 tackles, three sacks, three tackle for loss. Yeah, uh, pretty good for uh, defense and offensive players. And then we even get the special teams in here, all right? Uh, the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month, uh, punter Tommy Townsend for the Chiefs, 11 punts, a punt average of 55.6 and a long of 74. And then for the NFC, uh, we have the San Fran punter, Mitch Wisnowski, and he has 13 punts, 46.8 punt average, and a 74 long. And then we do have Rookie of the Month as well. Uh, the Offensive Rookie of the Month it comes from the Saints in Chris Olave. 268 receiving yards, 17 receptions. And for Defensive Rookie of the Month, it is Devin Lloyd with 24 tackles and 2 interceptions. Uh, the defensive one kind of shocks me. I thought it would have been uh, Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, he had a pretty historic game when he had the three sacks in one game. But who am I to judge? Um, I don't really mind it. I thought that they were very competent picks. Uh, I was pretty happy with the list that came out. I thought all those guys deserved it. So, yeah, that is your NFL Players of the Month and Rookies of the Month. Moving on to some golf, we do have a little bit of live tour talk. Uh the Live Tour finally gets a TV deal for their tournaments on Fox Sports. Uh, it's about time that they get a TV deal. Uh, they've been wanting to be registered and solidified as a legitimate golf uh, brand. And getting a TV deal was the uh, final uh, thing that they needed to do to become a legitimate business in golf. A legitimate competition for golf. That sounds better. But uh, I just don't see it being better than PGA. I really don't. There's nothing more satisfying than watching the PGA Tour, watching the last day of the tournament, and seeing you get to pick your favorite golfer that's in the top uh, three three or four usually, and watching those golfers go out and compete. And there's no better joy when you see that guy win knowing he earned his money. This, it's just like, it's, it, I don't know, it's just different. It's just like you, you're going to watch it. You're going to see some of the golfers you can't watch, but there's no joy and excitement in them winning, really. You're just watching a bunch of guys go out there and golf. That's kind of my input on it. It's been 
I don't know. I just am not a fan of Live Tour. Uh, I didn't like it in the summer when I was listening to my podcasts. Ah, I don't know. It's just different. It's just not uh, ideal golf. Uh, I love to see players earn their money. So, like, that's why I enjoy watching UFC when I can and boxing because they earn their money. They go out there and earn their money. Uh, same with the NFL. Uh, about half of their money in their contracts is guaranteed, and then the rest they have to earn through incentives. And there's something about them earning their money that makes it more interesting to watch because then you're watching that last couple weeks and you're like, oh, if this player strikes big on the touchdowns or the, the yards, if he averages this amount of yards per game, he's getting X amount bonus. Like that's the stuff that you start to watch for. And, and like some of them, they just have to play like 15 games. So if that player goes out there and plays 15 games, so if he plays in that third to last week, that fifth, that 15th game, he earns a huge bonus. That's some players' uh, contracts. It's just more interesting to watch when when you know they're they're trying to earn money, rather than they're earning their money but they're just playing the game to play the game, because they're kind of forced to. That's how that's how I feel when I'm watching Live Tour. It just seems like it's forced on the players to go. They just go out there, have fun, and then they're done. They just go out there, play golf. Don't even have to shoot very well. They just they just play to have a good time, and they don't earn their money or really do anything. But yeah, that's my takeaway on uh, Live being on Fox. And now, introducing the stat of the day. For the stat of the day, the last time the Dolphins were the only AFC team to start 3-0 was in 72. So it kind of relates to my throwback Thursday. Um, I hope you can see the parallels there. Uh, I tried to theme it. Uh, I thought I did a pretty good job. So, yeah, that, that's the stat of the day. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting. So that is your stat of the day today. And now for the final rundown of the day. The Dodgers set a new franchise record of 107. With the Phillies losing, they tie the Brewers for the NL Wild Card spot. That happened today, and the Brewers are playing right now. I believe they're up uh, on the Marlins right now. Joey Bosa is on the IR. Uh, Chargers announced that a day ago, so it's a little late, but nevertheless, uh, he's on the IR now. Tampa Bay is not moving their game despite the hurricane. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. I really don't think there should be anything being played in Florida right now. I think they should just move to that uh, location, which was uh, Minnesota, but... Who am I to say anything? Uh, That's all Florida's decision. And then on this day in sports history in 1994, the first phase of the O.J. Simpson trials take place. So, yeah, a pretty interesting day. Uh, We talked Dolphins at Bengals preview. I picked the Dolphins riding their bandwagon a little bit. Uh, Riding the hot team, I should say. Uh, We talked about... Well, we had our Throwback Thursday segments, which was the Dolphins' undefeated season 
and Icky Woods, uh, a short, forgetful career. And then we had uh, a little continuation from yesterday with the Nash talk uh, about Ben Simmons. Uh, spent three days in a row covering the Nets, and I went on a rant about the Nets' last uh, episode. So, uh, what am I, a hypocrite now? I guess. Uh, I couldn't really find any other stories, guys. And I thought this was kind of cool because I could relate it. So, We talked about the NFL Players of the Month and Rookies of the Month. Uh, we talked about the Live Tour finally getting a TV deal from Fox Sports. We had one play of the day, one stat of the day, and then our final rundown. Uh, tomorrow, I will be recording an episode. Uh, it'll have the usual uh, uh, review of Thursday's game and my picks for the week. Uh, we need to get big on those picks, guys. I'm 10 down right now. Uh it's not looking pretty for the season. But, yeah, thank you for listening to the Sports with Ships podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'm your host, Dylan Shibs Shabilski, signing off for the day. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to join me again tomorrow for more sports, different topics, and reoccurring topics. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.